Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder! Who's Hearing the sound of my voice, you know that I fucking did not win big in Vegas. Because <laughs> I am still here. Here we are, Scruffy Looking Podcast. It's episode number 52. That's a 52, 52, 32 juice roll. November 19th, 2018. I am your host, one of your hosts with the most, Jimmy Dice. We got Kev and we got Ed. Boys, how we doing? Yo! Yo! We good. Come on, Jimmy. Tell yeah, us about. So, uh, still recovering from Vegas. Tell us why you're begging on the streets now and you're uh, selling your house. No. And, oh, my dude. Jimmy went to that table with a lot of grit, with a lot of nerve. <laughs> Jimmy lost. <laughs> so uh, you can send us an email address, scruffypodcasters at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, slash scruffypodcast. Just follow <clears> us on Twitter. At Scruffy Podcast, you can follow myself, Jimmy, at Hebert207. Ed is at ScruffyEdB. Kev at KPG1974. Little Joe, Kokomo, leave us some reviews on iTunes. Send us some emails. Um, if you got shit to say, we'll go fucking say some shit back to you. So, we've had... Uh, I've been gone, clearly. Uh, I wasn't here last week. I took uh, three and a half, one, two, three, four and a half day hiatus uh, to Vegas. Um, there wasn't a single moment that there wasn't some sort of uh, altering substance in my body the entire time. <laughs> how did I word it, Kev? Mood altering substance. That's how I worded it. Yeah, mood altering oh, substance. Uh, we don't be, know what that means. We it don't. could be anything. Uh, just a you know, as a, you know, as a wave, uh, we, we have to say that we don't endorse any sort of illegal substance. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I did do drugs. Or we just say, Jeez, yeah. come on, come on. I did liquor. Ah. Liquor's legal. Weed's legal, too, but I didn't do that. I swear. Um, but, yeah, had a great time, fun time, real, had a real blast. Uh, I lost half of the money that I brought with me that I planned to lose. So I brought X amount of dollars. I came home with X divided by two. So not bad. Not a complete loss. Not a complete win either. I had a couple hot rolls, but the tables were cold in Vegas. It was very, very cold, like revenge. It's a dish best served cold. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Uh, Yes. Um, But uh, but yeah, no, had a good time. Had a fun time. So you were okay... Yeah, I didn't I see any like Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was nothing. no Star Wars in Vegas. <laughs> no Star Wars? Oh, <laughs> what? There was nothing going on out there. I couldn't. Holy I couldn't, shit! 
I know. I was so surprised. I saw nothing. Zero. Nada. Zilch. You know what they need? They need a Star Wars show in Vegas. Surely. Wouldn't that be yeah, sweet? So Star Wars Circuit Day Soleil. Yeah, yeah. You did the Beatles one, didn't you? Did you do the Beatles I one? I did, yeah. We went and saw Love, the Beatles Circuit yeah. Day Soleil. And oh my God, was that awesome. Holy cow. Mm. I mean, for for me, like, the Circuit Day Soleil part was good. It wasn't the best I've ever seen. Uh, o at the uh, Bellage is uh, much better uh, skill wise with the Circuit Day Soleil thing. But the music, oh my God, they just touched my heart. It was really. Mm. Just, just fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah. I was supposed to go to that show. We went to Vegas about two or three years ago, mm-hmm. um, and we met. There was, there was um, three of us went from here, and then we met um, a couple of people over there. It was part of like a, they travelled separately, and there was like the five of us. It was like me, two of my buddies, and then um, two girls we met over there, and we were like, let's go see a show. What should we go and see? And like. We, I wanted to see that. One of my friends wanted to see the Beatles one, and then no one else did. So we were like arguing back and forth, and we all ended up going to the Penn and Teller show in the end. Um, nice. And I, I wish I'd have gone to see that Beatles thing because um, it looks amazing. It looks genuinely amazing. It looks great. And it's, it was. Because um, mm, I've, I've got the album where they all <clears throat> redid all the songs and mashed them all up and everything in it. And, we actually went into the shop that they've got there, you know, the store. Oh yeah, uh, the Mirage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Yep. but I could <clears throat> dig. I didn't go and see the show, so uh, yeah, I always regretted that. Yeah, they came home with the White Album. Oh, vinyl. I was under strict. Yep, yeah, vinyl. I was under strict oh, orders from my beautiful. wife that I am beautiful. coming home with vinyl or not coming home at all. Oh, is it all the complete with like the, the little photographs in there and everything? You know, uh, I, I actually haven't opened it yet because we haven't had a free night to go down <clears> to <throat> play some craps at my own craps table. And which yep. is funny because I haven't been down to play craps, but <clears throat> it's not because I'm tired of craps, folks. I, I want to play more. I want to play all day, every day, all the craps, but it's uh, just haven't had much time. Been catching up a lot, catching up on work, catching up on life. Mm. I suppose you've got to if you've been away for four days, isn't it? Catch up. Oh God, I know. Just get so back to normal. All the get things. To trying to do them all. Hey, I have a, I have a serious question for you. Of the four days you were there, how many hours of those four days was dedicated to sleep? All right. So go day <laughs> by day. Uh, Friday night, uh, we were up twenty-four solid hours. Um. By the time we went to bed, we went to bed at 6 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 a.m. Actually, 6, 3.30 a.m., 6.30 a.m., which is when I get up. So I was up for 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, let's see. So we had like maybe four hours Friday night. The next night we have four hours. It was like four hours every night pretty much. Nice. So we had like 12 hours of sleep. <laughs> Which I thought was quite a bit, and 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 it's usually from when to when, like three a.m. to seven a.m. or what? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh for sure, Ooh. for sure. I think one day we got like six hours, but that's because we were just so fucked up. We had to just die for a while. Nice, <laughs> nice. Because we were all nice. dying. Inside. We're all dying a little inside. Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we were, and there we went. Uh, yeah, no, it was a good time. Uh, Mike had his first round of dice ever ever being played. Uh, first round of craps ever. 
Oh, uh, did he win? For, did he win? Yeah, he won a little bit of money. He went for uh, he went for I think eight or nine rolls, which is pretty impressive for a uh, first time shooter. That really was, uh, good man. Real, real, real proud. Real proud of him. That's the mic that's emailed into us, right? So yeah, yeah, he's my yeah, gear yeah. before. He's emailed here before. Nice. Uh, good job, Mike. Yeah, and then I went with uh, my buddy Maddie, and uh, oh yeah, no, we just tore it all up. God, we tore up that town hard. Did you golf? And that, uh, and that town tore us up back. Nice. Did you golf? That's what Vegas. For, that's what Vegas for. <coughs> that's right. So, you didn't. You didn't good. golf, did you? Fun. Sorry. Oh, I. Uh, we didn't golf. We went to Top Golf though. What's that? <laughs> uh, Top Golf is uh, it's basically a gigantic driving range, and um, you hit off from this tee that you swipe your club in front of it, drops a ball out in front of you, and each ball is tagged with whoever's turn is up, and uh, that determines like you know who goes or whatever. And you hit the ball as hard as you can, and you're trying to aim it, trying to get into uh, any one of these big circles out there in this huge field. And like depending on which circle and how accurate you are within the circle gets you a certain amount of points. So it's an incentive for you to you know smack the piss out of the ball as hard as you can accurately, as well as uh, as well as try to be um, go for distance and then try to be accurate in the little circle thing. Yeah, yeah that was cool. That that was a lot of fun. Highly recommend. Yeah. If anybody goes with like Atlanta. Or L.A. or uh, Scotts, or I think it's Phoenix actually. Uh, and then Vegas, like go go to any one of those top golf places. Fine establishment, good place. Good stuff. But uh, how about you guys? How yeah. were your weeks? Kev, how'd you do about this week? This past week, Star Wars wise, I think you went somewhere, right? Mm, yeah, saw we some, had a, um, saw something amazing. Oh yeah, we did the. Um, it was we booked it a while ago. We went to. I had to travel to that there London down, down south. Get into the Cockney boys. Get into London. <laughs> that like yeah. me. Hey, how's it going? Apples and pears. Um, Ooh, I like yeah, it. Yeah, we went to the we went to the Albert Hall, which is a fantastic venue because they were showing um, a New Hope with a live orchestra. So oh. it was oh. the um, yeah. We, I've done a couple of films, two or three films before, but obviously this was. Um, a special one. Um, so yeah, three of us went. Me and two of my buddies, uh, Adam and Elliot, who were brothers. Uh, we booked it away the weekend there, and um, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing, as you can imagine. I mean, the soundtrack was just stunning, anyway. But to hear it with yep. a with a live orchestra, um, very cool. Um, yeah, um, we. It was it was strange because they. They kept the, the film, they showed the film, obviously, but, like, have you ever done a film with a live orchestra? Yes, uh, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship yeah. of the Ring. I have right. not. So, so, I've always found it, I don't know if you've found this, is that, like, although the orchestra is loud and stunning, the actual film isn't that loud. You know, the dialogue oh, and the effects. That sucks. Oh, Dude, yeah. What it, what it, so... Um, I mean, they had the, the they had the film on the big screen, which was huge. But then, they, obviously, I mean, I, I did message you guys and say like I was. It was strange because they put the subtitles on, which I found out. I did ask them there that they do for every movie because they've said because the orchestra can is so you know loud that they always put like the subtitles of the film on so that people can 
read along as well. But I found that quite distracting. Do you yeah. get? You know what I mean? And I yeah, you remember. find yourself looking it down not, and not at the I mean, actual was, like yeah, acting but, and. I mean, but the, but the, to be honest, I mean, I was talking to a guy who hopefully will be listening to us now because I gave a couple of um, oh nice um, shouts out because I spoke to a real cool guy who is a real big Star Wars fan. I'm meeting him next Sunday actually because I'm going to uh, an event in Birmingham, which is not far from where I live, and we're going to meet up. And I've said, you know, give us a listen, and there's another couple, and it was really funny because. Um, <clears throat> He'd already seen it once with an orchestra um, quite a few years ago when they did it, um, and he, he did. He kind of did say the same as me that it was it was quite strange, the actual sound of the movie that didn't seem so. You know, like the Attack of the Death Star at the end and all the the the, the guns and the laser. Sh- it, it didn't seem that loud. You know, the explosions. To, Interesting. To, <clears throat> so, but the orchestra. So I, I I mean obviously because it's a film that I. It's probably, although it's as a as a kid, as a five year old when I saw it, it's the film I probably, I mean, without a shadow, I've seen the most <clears throat> in my life. I pretty right. much know the dialogue to it, and I watched that film all the time as a kid. We had a VHS copy of it, for, and I just absolutely. So I find myself watching the orchestra more. I don't know what you did, Jimmy. You know, when you watch these things, you find yourself kind of splitting between the two, don't you? Sometimes you watch the film. And it, but it's nice to watch the orchestra and see what they're doing, um, you know, and and d- the different sections and how they play it and everything. Totally, um, totally. I, I, as a musician, like I'm watching the trombone section because I'm a trombone player, and mm-hmm. I'm watching every everything I can about um, everything I can about the orchestra because the orchestra is just amazing and mm. i'm just like man i want to play one of these things uh, yeah. but just watching like also watching uh the conductor uh, yeah i like so, watching i like watching that guy because i'm always curious as to you know the role in it but it's it's fascinating to watch you know and the the, the sort of cues that they give and things like that and i mean obviously you you two as musicians know a lot more about it than me and i'm just kind of a a casual i mean i love soundtracks i collect them as as well but like just watching the sections and how they come in and you know to, and i often think to to be it must take great sort of dedication to to um you know to to do it along to a film hit the right notes you know hit the you know the right cues and get it all correct um and and it's funny because conductors are never like on the beat they're ahead of the beat so mm. it's, it's funny but right. it works like I, you're playing, and you're like, if you're watching, it's funny. You're like watching it. You're like, he's not on the beat, obviously, because. But when you're playing, it just somehow works, and it just makes everything fit together. It's great. It's, I mean, I love, I love the bit at the end. You know, like the obviously the the, the, the you know at the desk on the trench when they go into the trench, and you know, um, kind of um, just after I've lost R2 and then it kind of goes in and then the big drum bit comes in it's like dun 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 dun, dun. and that was brilliant you know that was like just nice. I, was, I was watching the but it was interesting watching the conductor because he had he had like a laptop in front of him yes and you can so, see the dot yeah you can see it can't you I was I was yeah. I'd never noticed that before because <clears throat> I've seen Raiders of the Lost Ark with a live orchestra I'd seen mm-hmm. Aliens with a live orchestra um and I'd never really noticed that before, but I, I could clearly see because we had really good seats. Because obviously, I, I was straight in there for this one. Um, mm-hmm. 
so I was. We got some great seats. We were quite close, and it was just yeah. I'd never seen that before. So you could, couldn't you? You could sort of see. Mm-hmm. So the white dot in. is a uh, white dot is the beginning of each measure. That's the first yeah. note, uh, first yeah. beat in each measure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but uh, that, uh, sorry, I, it was um. I I just felt that because I found that with every film that I've seen with a live orchestra, the, the, the actual projection of the film itself, so the sound effects from the film, have never been loud enough for me. Um, but the orchestra, I can't, I've never faltered. I've always thought, I mean, it was absolutely stunning, you know, to hear the music that loud and and, and the Albert Hall in London. But, you know, the Royal yeah, Albert Hall. Yeah, that Hall of was so cool. It's, oh, it was, it was, it's an amazing venue and, and the sound's amazing. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen some bands there as well, and it's one of my favourite venues because it's just such a. Obviously, in, in in England as well, they have the last night of the proms there, and it's amazing. You know, loads of events, so it was great to watch it there and 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 everything. Um, but I just, that that was the only thing that I kind of thought, and and also which I'm not sure. You know the the cantina music. Yes. You know which I've seen, seen orchestras um just playing star wars music in various other you know i, I went to the albert hall and they brought it they didn't perform that that was which i thought they might hmm. the orchestra didn't and uh, you know they just that was just left in the film so the actual orchestra didn't do the cantina music but i have seen orchestras perform the cantina music before oh, but this one didn't no now I'm not sure if that has happened. If that was, if that had happened before, because we went to an event. I don't know if we. I think we were public. I went to one last year. Uh, I went with my family. I went with my family to that. So I went with my mum, my dad, and my sister. And it was like the music of Star Wars at the Royal Albert Hall, and they just played different because they, you know, they played each film. They played music from each film. So when they got to Episode Four, they did like Princess Leia's theme, and then they did the Cantina music. But they, the orchestra played that live. So I was huh. expecting, yeah, that, I was expecting that to be performed, you know, when they got to the cantina music, but they didn't. They just sort of let that, let that play in the film, in the movie, which I thought, okay, I'll. That's I'll, a cop out. They get totally yeah, played. I was like, I was like, that's a bit. Shy, I'm trying to think it? if there's like, any instruments in it that they couldn't do. I can't think of any. I mean, it's like mm. what, clarinets and shit. Yeah. But honestly, I honestly do. Yeah. I was like, Clarinet, tuba. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I've seen no percussion. I mean, trumpet. I've seen I've seen that. I've, see that. What was strange is that I have seen orchestras perform that before, because because obviously it's quite quirky and, and people love it. When we were there last year at the event, everybody was just up and cheering and sort of dancing along because it's quite quirky music, isn't it? And everybody loves it. So. Right. When it came into the movie, and then the orchestra kind of stopped, and then it just played within the movie, and not they weren't playing it, I felt a little bit fucking pissed off, to be honest. I was like, <laughs> hang on a minute. I was like, I've paid X amount for this, and you've just, you know, but... You felt like when you know. were walking out of the Last Jedi panel, and you got jack shit. <laughs> <laughs> All I got was yeah. a stupid fucking piece of paper. All I got was this. <laughs> fucking shit poster this that you could have gotten on ebay two days later for like the same <laughs> price or same amount yeah. of like like you would rep not had to sleep overnight on a fucking cement cold ass floor 
<laughs> but you know, it was the people. Shout out to uh, shout out to Liam. Props on the uh, cardboard. Otherwise, we would have really Great idea. Great idea. Great idea. But yeah, I met a, I met a couple of fans around there, so I've given them. Um, I've told them that uh, obviously about us, and I think they're going to check us out. I'm meeting a guy next week because um, we've got an event in Birmingham. <laughs> but it was my mate. Oh God, honestly, my, my mates were fucking pissing themselves laughing because yeah, I, I, I became became one of those people that I really hate at like conventions and celebrations. We were talking and it was clear we were trying to out Star Wars each other. <laughs> you know <laughs> like, you know you know when you get into them and, and, and at one point he, he fucking he, he had he had me oh God, we were talking and I'm like he was like, oh, I went to the celebration in London. And I was like, oh, I went to the Orlando one as well, and I'm going next year. And he's like, oh, I'm not doing that. I was like, don't become one of those people. And then and then uh, he was talking about, like, um, autographs. Uh-oh. And he was like, oh, 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 get on over this. He was like, yeah, he says, I've got a few autographs. He says, um, last, last time I came, I got a program. Because I bought a program, which is there. There's the program for it. And yep. he got it. He got it signed by the orchestra and the conductor. So he went down and um, oh, wow. he said, "Can so that's he says go and try and get your program signed." But I we just didn't have time because London's quite far away for us. We had to sort of leave straight after, get back on the tube, and and start heading off driving back to. So it's about three to four hours for us to get home from the venue, and it's quite far. What's a tube? Um, uh, What's a tube? Yeah, what are you doing? Oh, uh, oh, uh, well, uh, I'm just <laughs> fucking with you. It's a subway. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> What's, that, What's that strange English thing you have there? You have trains that go underground. In oh a my god. Tube? What the What fuck? kind of. Oh, you know what I mean, you <laughs> So, um, and then we got onto autographs, and, he's, and I'm like, okay, yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I didn't get, he says, I got Mark Hamill's at the London one and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. And we were like talking and he's like, I've got this. And I was like, um, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I've got about 130 odd now, something like that. I says, that lot. And he went, no, I've got about 200 now. I was like, oh, oh. he's like, he's like, my dick is six inches big. Yours is only fucking four. I was like, one all, one all. And then uh, I was like, and I sort of went in my head, don't start doing that of like you know because we got on to sort of talking about what we collect and uh, i was talking about my original collection and he had some um but i hope he's listening because um dave's name was he was a he was a really cool guy and i'm i'm looking forward to seeing him next week nice. um nice so um, it was it was a it was a fantastic day it was really was it was great Dude. venue great 200 autographs he must have some like janitors and shit well he, uh, he, he kind of had because i was asking and i think but and the thing was as well and what i really liked was that he, he only collects the original trilogy autographs he's oh. not even done like rogue one episode <laughs> seven and eight so he's got <coughs> but he's he's been, he has been collecting a lot longer than me because i started collecting in 1999 um <laughs> <laughs> so and he'd been collecting since like the early 90s because he he was i think he was about 10 10 15 years older than me um but he was talking like he had got like every sort of a camera operator um anything like that he'd got signatures of from the original trilogy he'd got you know um autographs on 
So, you said his name was Dave. Dave, his name Dave Maddox. Dude, I think. His yeah, name. I just got a I just got a Facebook message from him actually. Really? Nice. Yeah, he sent me a message. He says uh, he says let Kev know that um, Felicity <laughs> Jones uh, made it out to him. <laughs> And wrote Dave to Dave on his poster. <laughs> to, to Dave, call me. To Dave, call me. Love and that he has a Hayden Christensen on his <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> uh, I, I really did gather that one, uh, James. Wait. <laughs> I, really, I, I really wasn't going to fall for that. I thought, oh, I thought you were going to be like, yeah, he has a lot, all original trilogy autographs except for one. Hayden Christensen. <laughs> Could you imagine? You'd be like, "Oh, you motherfucker!" Yeah. You see, that's a question I should have asked him if he'd got Aiden because because technically now he is in the original trilogy, isn't he? So that stupid force ghost at, Ooh, at the end. Of the that's good. Awful. Yeah. Point. So you kind of go well, if you're collecting original trilogy ones, but you're going like, no, original one really should have Sebastian Shaw, not fucking Aiden Christians. You have Sebastian so, mm. autograph. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Because he did. Oh no, no, he did. He did. So yeah, so that was uh, oh, cool yeah, week. Was, Excellent. Uh, nice, fantastic. nice. So, what about you, Ed? Um, I had actually a decent week compared to the last three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you making um, up for it now, then? I guess so. Um, I got a couple black series. I got two of my guys. My guys. I got Qui Gon Jinn, black Ooh. series, six inch. And <laughs> black six inch. <laughs> Speaking of which, our we'll other, leave that one our to, other we'll guy. We'll let make their own mind up on that one. Our other guy, Mr. Lando Calrissian. Oh, you got proper Lando. You got Empire Lando. Yeah. Once a That's smooth talking smuggler, Lando Calrissian changed from a uh-huh. get rich quick schemer <clears throat> to a selfless leader in the fight against the Empire. I don't know if he's you. still selfless, but we will find out in episode nine, won't we, fellas? We yeah. certainly will. We certainly we will. Well, quick question, Ed. Quick question, then. Open or unopened? They are um, unopened currently. Yeah. Um, I think I will keep them unopened. <clears throat> Good man. That's the way you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the way you should do it. It's kind of so, half in the air right now. I don't know. We'll see. And then in a, f- then in a few years, when you need to sell them and make a profit. <laughs> make a profit. What are we, Quark now? Quark. It's fucking Quark. Star Trek. God damn. Quark. Speaking of Star Quark. Trek, Simon Pegg what's made the, the news. The, uh, yeah, go, oh yeah, go on. Um, we'll talk about it later, but Simon Pegg's a fucker. Yeah. Um, I had one other Star Wars thing that happened. My dear family got me an ornament. A Star Wars ornament. This is new. Yeah, they went out this past weekend. They got an ornament. It was just a little metal Yoda with a green lightsaber. It's pretty cool. Ooh. Yeah. And then they, the girls each got a Peppo, Peppo uh, <coughs> ornament. Peppa. 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 Peppa and George. Peppa and George. Fucking sweet. Oh, we've not seen any pictures of your like, your. Uh, no, yeah, I'll I'll get a picture to you. But yeah, and that's not a euphemism, by the way. Yeah, send that one. Um. <laughs> Heard. <laughs> yeah, because you sent one of us of your Yoda <laughs> in your backyard. You want to see my Yoda? You want to see my Yoda? For sure, my Yoda. It's called a toy Yoda. Yoda, oh. I say. 
<laughs> yeah, for four days in Vegas, you were showing your Yoda, weren't you? Oh, my God. Yoda was everywhere. <laughs> Almost got arrested for showing my Yoda. Well, let's let's go back to Simon Pegg, Star Trek. So this is, this is our um, Are You Kidding this Me is this a, week. This is a general one, isn't it? This is a general uh, Are You Kidding Me like from all of us. What the fuck, dude? Um, so this is a segment where we take anything in Star Wars that makes one say, Are you kidding me? I mean... Are you kidding me? That's what I meant to do. So, uh, yeah, here we go. Are you kidding me? <coughs> Surprise, to be sure. But it will come up. So, yeah, Simon Pegg was talking on the Adam Buxton podcast. Mm-hmm. And as adept fans of Simon Pegg may know already, he has had some thoughts about the prequel trilogy and, and jo- uh, George Lucas. Yes, George Lucas. Um George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> but he came out saying he actually <coughs> might not mean what he meant about him. So here, here he says, I must admit, watching the last Star Wars film, The Last Jedi, the overriding feeling I got when I came out was, I miss George Lucas. And then he says, for all the complaining that I'd done about him in the prequels, there was something amazing about his imagination. <laughs> I do feel like his voice is missing from the current one. <laughs> wow. What a shit fucking thing what to a say. Fucking yeah. hypocrite. That's what it is. I, this whole thing's is. a hypocrite. He's a fucking goddamn hypocrite. And he's got his movie to promote. Yeah. Um, Are you kidding me? This is. I think this is our first. All that we all agree. This is the general. Are you kidding me? In it for all three of us. Yeah. Because um, I mean, I remember um, because obviously Simon Pegg. I don't know if you know. He did a TV show over here called Spaced. I don't know if you got it over there. And um, it, it was around a time just not long after. I mean, he made it with Nick Frost, who he makes a lot of stuff with, and. Obviously, there were loads of cult, you know, modern cultural references in there, and a lot of it was Star Wars directed. And everything, loads of gags and jokes in that were at the prequel expense. And he was doing interviews going, I think in one, he actually stated that the prequels were like um, George Lucas killing his children in front of him. He said something like that. It was like, like it was, he was absolutely. I saw interviews over here and he was slagging the prequels off going, they've got to be taken away from him. They're, they're terrible. They're so bad. They were awful. They're like, you know, and there was obviously all the internet stuff of the stuff about raping your childhood and stuff like that. And he was, he was absolutely overly critical over it. Wow. And now I've heard, I, when I heard that the other day, I, I, I felt quite angry. You started throwing like, shit, right? That's what I want to uh, do. I, st- I just want to throw shit. Mm. <laughs> like what the fuck dude you hated it you hated yeah. it and you yeah. said so much shit about George like come on mm. I mean, it's quite it, weird how that in general though a lot of people I remember I think I genuinely think so many people have forgotten how bad the prequel trilogy were yes. you know, the, how, and that how, how 
absolutely at the time how anti-Star Wars it got, especially after episode two. I mean, episode three redeemed it a little bit, but like episode one and episode two. Episode one was Wait, probably uh, whoa, the whoa, most... Whoa, 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 I thought you loved episode one. <laughs> well, it's my favourite one, dude. I mean, you know, I wasn't I wasn't in that minority that felt that it was a, a, <laughs> minority, a, an, app- yeah. an appalling uh, <laughs> piece of shit. I'm not one of those. I love that movie. And yeah, yeah, as I will prove to you next year at the celebration when they have the 20th anniversary... Uh, panel i will be there i find that answer vague and unconvincing (laughs) (laughs) hey no it's not vague and unconvincing it's just complete lies (laughs) (laughs) yeah so and it's really weird now some people are sort of going oh we need george back we need george back and when clearly at the time it needed to be going to some new filmmakers to make that their it's just i find it strange find it and then that's kind of like the epitome of it what simon Pegg's saying i get it's george's imagination but jesus christ as a director and a writer the prequels are absolute garbage i feel like i feel like maybe you need george somewhat not i, not I, I as think much if, as he, he, if he was saying that though if he was saying that i agree yeah 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 because like you needed him to George's be imagination is yeah is there yes but if he just said that but he's not you know but as i mean look i, I, I love george for what he created we all do but no for sure uh, as a director he's he's awful he can't direct actors he can't direct a script properly i mean you know look yeah. at the phantom menace attack of the clones and i mean all right he kind of just about pulled well, revenge of the sith i don't know maybe the, maybe they weren't fast enough or intense enough that's pretty much, <laughs> you know. And uh, I, I, just, I, you know, if it had come in with the scripts and maybe helped with, you know, because, I mean, he even had to, I think even in, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he had help for Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith in writing the scripts, because obviously clearly he can't write dialogue, um, which he can't, and clearly he can't direct. But You are shorter clearly, than I expected. Yeah, you but are clearly, too. clearly, you know, I, I kind of, I do get that maybe, you know, and I know he's kind of popped in and helped Ron Howard on Solo now and again, and I think if it had stayed on a maybe like a creative consultant or a, something like that, we, I, I kind of agree with that, that maybe he could have still been going, I want Star Wars to go this way, but isn't there was no way he could carry on as a director and writer. No way. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, yeah. like a possible writer, but not like like dialogue. You know what not I mean? A, like, not, not, not a screenwriter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. the screenwriter. Yeah, yeah. He could have done the story. He could have done the story. So he could have been story by George Lucas, but get a screenwriter in to write it. Because clearly, look at, you know, The Empire Strikes Back was not... It's, it's one of the films he was involved the least in. Yeah. You know, look at it. It was Lawrence Kasdan and Leah Brackett that wrote it. You know, it was Irving Cursor that directed it. He clearly can't, you know, and, all right, A New Hope at the time. American Graffiti is a great film. Um, so, but it's still clearly not needed to be taken away from him as a director. Yeah. And, uh, clearly did. So for like, like you, think, that, you think with American Graffiti and A New Hope, he was kind <clears> of conforming? 
to mm. the time, and then as he got more power, it got worse. Like he tried to do well, they, it more. His unlimited power. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but he. Cl- I mean, I know there's all the rumors that he got. He actually got help directing A New Hope. That Brian De Palma and mm. um, Steven Spielberg helped him cut scenes together and edit it to make it a, a proper movie. Because you know, so um, yeah, I. I I mean, obviously, he was a young. I think. I think clearly talented. Yeah, clearly talented. You, you know, you have his vision. Mm, Yeah, it's a he's it's he's amazing. Like he Mm. thinks of shit that like holy fuck, how do you even think of that? But yeah, when it comes down to like operations, (laughs) yeah, doing shit, yeah. Um, So let's uh, move on to some news. That was actually partly news. Which is good. Gets that out of the way. Probably bullshit. <laughs> we had some Mandal the Mandalorian news, the live action show that's coming up soon. <sighs> Pedro Pascal, which we already talked about Ew. because making Star Wars spoiled it. Um did a good job <laughs> in scooping us up on it. Um but now, Sources, a.k.a. Variety, makes it more legit. So Variety is now saying that Pedro Pascal has been tapped to star in the Star Wars TV series The Mandalorian, which is expected nice. to premiere on the Disney streaming service Disney+. Plus. Pascal's name had previously been rumored for the role, which we talked about, but sources say he was one of many actors being considered. Now insiders tell Variety that he has been offered the role and negotiations are underway. I also read, I don't see it here, but I also read that it's a lead role. Yeah. For a lead role in the series. Now, I don't know if that means he's playing the actual Mandalorian that we see (coughs) in that picture in the armor. And we also don't fully know if that Mandalorian is a antagonist or protagonist. Right, guys? Right, no, we don't. So he could just be uh, not give a fuck antagonist. <laughs> That's what I would be if, with Mandalorian armor. I would not give yeah. a fuck. <laughs> especially, especially with a jetpack. I don't know if he has one. <clears throat> so, what do you guys think of that, Pedro? I mean, we already kind of talked about it. So. That's uh, it's you know. Great, I think right? I think that gives a it gives it away that he's not the Mandalorian. Yeah. Why, yeah. Why, why Which I'm kind of sad. Why do you say that? Because it's <sighs> they would have they would have said like he is the guy like he is the Mandalorian. They would they would have said that. Uh, they wouldn't be pussyfooting around. Hmm. I don't think anyways. So he's not the Mandalorian. I hate to say it. I hate to break it to you, folks. You heard it here first. <laughs> Scruffy you've looking just, podcasters. It just broke that to me because I thought I must have read that wrong because I thought it was confirmed he was the Mandalorian. It's a lead role. Is this, this is what it says. Is that it's, oh, I'm sorry. I must have misread that. And I just thought it said he was the lead role in the Mandalorian. It's a lead role. Oh, or the, no, it says the lead role. The lead role. Yeah, you're right. Wait, the what? Lead, the lead role. 
Oh, okay. Because I, that's what I originally thought that he was cast to play the dude, but the way you read it indicates that he's not. So which is, have I read it wrong, or is it? But which fucking one is it, Ed? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just, I'm messing with you. I love you, man. I'm but checking. What the it. fuck I'm is checking it? it. <laughs> checking it. Checking it. Is he um, is he the Mandalorian then or no? Is it just or is it just a no, lead No, it's role not confirmed. The... I think it's just the lead role. Yeah, it's just a lead role. Like it says the lead role or a lead role. I don't like. If it's the lead role, then it's the. I thought he was the Mandalorian. Oh, lead that. role. I thought it said the lead role in the Mandalorian, but then I might have read it wrong. That's what I'm saying. I could have cocked that up big time. Yeah, I don't. Ooh. I don't. It doesn't confirm he's the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. I mean, well, I, he would be I'm fucking just going to assume that he is, and then and then start a fucking massive fanboy backlash if he's not the Mandalorian. Let's get that petition <laughs> ready. <laughs> Heard. Don't worry, boys. We'll get another one. We'll get, we'll get him. Fucking backlash. <laughs> we'll get our petition signed yet. Yep. Let the hate flow. <laughs> Oh god. Oh, <laughs> um so yeah, so now that he's mostly confirmed for the show, that's good news to me. I mean he was amazing in Game of Thrones, right? Oh, huge. Uh, I don't know, of course. No, he's brilliant in that. He's one of my favorite characters. Narcos? Narcos, mm. yeah. Narcos yeah. He's amazing in that. Um there was someone else that was um cast for the Mandalorian. Um, This was interesting one, wasn't it? Yeah, female. And she is awesome. Gina Carano joins the Mandalorian cast. So she she starred in Deadpool 1 as that, like, fucking strong woman who's torturing... Deadpool. Yeah, kicking everyone's ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kicking ass. Like, she is... And and you see that, and you're like, oh, I just want to see her kick ass in the Star Wars universe, right? Mm. Yep. Heard. Um, Word. <coughs> she is, hasn't done that much else. Then I'm looking Fast and the Furious 6. Well, she was in uh, Haywire, wasn't she? Was Haywire, yep. Um, Hugh McGregor's you and McGregor's in that, isn't it? That's that uh, that's a good film with that Steven Soderbergh, isn't it? I remember she was great in that. She was like the lead in that. So a bit of a Star Wars thing there with Hugh McGregor being in that. Nice, nice. Does that mean he's yeah. gonna be a Mandalorian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what yeah. that means. That's um, exactly what that means, dude. <laughs> Let's start the rumor right now. Let's get that rumor out there on Reddit. She's former MMA fighter, so she, you know, she's fucking got the muscle for the job. Maybe she's the Mandalorian. What would you do? Ooh. You found Ooh. that. Yeah, that body type in that photo revealed a male figure. Unless it's like, you know, Christian Quinlan or something. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess. Good. Yeah, good, you're right. Good one, though. Good you, one, Ed. You'd think, you'd think like they'd probably <laughs> make the armor form-fitting for a female, but... I mean, I'd be cool if it was a female, but the Russian trolls would not. Mm. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the hatred online if it was a female? <laughs> what they called the social fucking? I don't know if it was her though. I think the I think she's oh, no, so dude, badass. Dude, no way. There's people. 
there's people going mental now because they think there's too many females in Star Wars. If they made the Mandalorian role of the female, God oh, damn it. I know. I mean, people are gonna, again, again I would be totally mental. fine with it. Totally fine it. with it. But I would love it. I'd love it. I think that's quite a good idea. But you know that some fucking asshole would go nuts about it. Yeah. 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 Too right. They would. After Rogue One with Jyn Erso and after, obviously, Daisy Ridley and Ray and people are... Yeah. Oh my God! This is Kelly Marie Tran. And yeah, 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 yeah. To, to now have to now cast the Mandalorian as if it was a, it was a, it was a. I, I think it would be a great idea. But I, I mean, we've already seen a female Mandalorian and yeah, uh, yeah. Star Wars: The Old Republic. Oh, that yeah. too. Yeah, Sabine though. Well, also, yeah, well, yeah. Sabine, obviously, well, uh, animated, yes. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we've already seen it. The latest one, you're right, being Sabine. Mm. It would be so an interesting it's possible. idea. Hmm. So if she's not the Mandalorian, then what do you think her role will be? Love interest. Yeah, or like part of a crew, you know. Yeah, mm, probably I like a contact, of- like information dealer or something. Hmm. That's cool. I like so the, I like what they're announcing so far, the cast wise. Yeah, I do. I do. Have we only had those two so far confirmed. Uh, mm. I believe so. Because mm, we've got the directors confirmed now and everything. Um, there was that I, other rumor from making Star Wars that what's his name? Uh, oh shit! Fucking Ed. <laughs> All right. Oh Ed, you can <laughs> tell you get it old in it. It'll come to you in about an hour. You time. know, I picture his Yeah, you face. know, that guy, him, you know, that, that oh, what was his name? He was in that thing that he was in. That, <laughs> oh, and that, that dude, oh, that, what's it? Oh, you know. <laughs> I picture his face. Fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah. It'll come to me, or I'm looking it up right now. Oh, the now. guy from uh, Carlito's Way the, that we were talking about, the, um, John Leguiz, the Guizman, was yes! it? Yes. 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 Him. Thank you. But that's not official yet, though, is it? Mm. No. But that was like Pedro Pascal. Same mm. kind of announcement. Ah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm just waiting for it to actually happen because Jason at Making Star Wars is the scoop master. Um, otherwise, that's it for Mandalorian news. Let's, oh, did you uh, see the... Um, thing. Oh, this, this was your fault, though. This was your two's doing. Did you see the... Um, <laughs> Talking to spoilers, did you see the on-set video with John Favreau? Um, Directing? Yeah, John Favreau. I thought it was uh, YTT or whatever his name is. Yeah, 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 he was there, wasn't he? But I think they were all there. Were they all there? Which which would mean they were filming pieces for the finale already, which I guess I don't know how filming Mm. TV series Mm. works. I guess you do what you can when you have stuff available. Yeah. But yeah, I did. I did see it. It was funny. It was like they're like like directing a guy walking out of a building, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah, they kind of got some. Well, like they're having fun, enjoying yeah. themselves. Like have a swagger about it. This is how you. Yeah, do yeah, it. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. That was pretty cool. Th- now, now, before I met you guys, I'd have completely not have watched that video because it was an on-set <laughs> spoiler that. I was like, I've got a podcast to do. I'm watching as much as I can. <laughs> <laughs> I have a job to do. <laughs> just to ruin it for everybody else. Just to ruin it for but all it, concerned. It doesn't ruin anything. Like it just makes me more excited <laughs> no, for it. No, is no, what it no. is. I, I I don't know. I don't get people like that. Uh, whatever. I don't um, get 
I don't get people. I just don't get people. So, the remaining news we have tonight is about Star Wars Land, Galaxy's Edge, the place we're going to walk into hand in hand and have some innocent bystander film it as we walk <laughs> in from behind with the sun setting in front of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From behind. This is the how I picture it in my dreams. <laughs> Mine too. And we're Mine dressed too. up, cosplay, like James is a Jawa, I'm a Jedi, and... Yeah, I'll be a Tusken Raider. I'll be a... Uh, I'll be a Tusken Raider. A lot of Jawas. Utini. I'm no, no, the no, new no. Blu ray now when you do the crate dragon sound with some <laughs> fucking. Oh, Jesus. Hey, if I could do it, I'd go as Watto. But I can't. Alright, so about Galaxy's Edge. John Williams, Mr. Man, Music Mr. Man. Mr. Star himself. Wars himself. We look up to him. He's on that. Mount Everest of a mountain as we look up to him on his musical throne. He has made a piece of music, a beautiful piece of music, for Galaxy's Edge. And we are going to play it for you guys so you can listen to it. And then we will talk about it, about the little little tidbits he throws in there to give us some Star Wars Ooh. throwback. Yeah, it'll be good. All right, here we go. Um, shit, I didn't have it ready. Hold on. <laughs> Hodor. Hodor. Edit that. Edit that. I'm not editing shit. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is it right here. I'm waiting. folks 
Beautiful. Man. So, okay, opener. Just the opening of that was just like, oh, nice. It's Robin Hood. Kevin Costner. Yeah. You like that? I just, I just, I hear that and I'm like, oh man, I'm waiting for like the drone shot of coming over the hills of England to the coast and seeing Kevin Costner and his friend Morgan Freeman jumping out of that boat, you know? Yep. Mm, Interesting. Interesting. I just kind of, you know, it's kind of yeah. definitely music? got um, some solid. Ah, uh, I don't know, but it definitely hinted of um, definitely caught like original trilogy in there, uh, Battle of Yavin. It's just that string portion. Um, mm. Yeah, that was pretty cool. All of it, awesome. Just Episode awesome. one. Hints and um, the Battle harp. of Yavin theme, Battle of Yavin, and, Kat, and uh, Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you hear that harp like, like thrown in there randomly. Oh my god, it's like turtle. Bird. Like John Williams <coughs> loves the harp and makes me love the harp. <laughs> Heard. It just does, doesn't it? It just does. It did remind me, I. Because you two, I bow to you two on this being the musicians and what you think, but it did feel a bit like um, you know the start of the pod race from episode one. You know that music that starts at yeah. dun 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 Skywalker. Yeah, it it had that feel to me, which is great because that's obviously because I think the Phantom Menace soundtrack is brilliant. When when all those Q-tips are watching the race, the Q-tips. All those thousands of Q-tips. <laughs> that, oh, you see, Lincoln backhead, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you like it, both of you? I got a bit of it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's John Williams, isn't it? It's, oh, it's the man. It's the main man. Of it's course. the main man. But I just, it, it reminded me of that. It's obviously, because it's, you're going into a theme park and it's all kind of, here we go. I just It just reminded me of that sort of, just before the pod race on um, in episode one, that it was that sort of big fanfare kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, so this is all from StarWars.com. They released it. They also released a couple other videos for a couple attractions within, like rides within it, for the, the Smuggler's Run, which is where you're in the Millennium Falcon controlling it and doing what you want with your friends and then star wars rise of the resistance <laughs> takes place aboard a first order ship mm, that's cool and, and the video shows an imperial officer <coughs> sitting there and the, a fleet of uh resistance ships coming out of hyperspace and attacking them it's pretty cool it's a trap it's a trap that's gotta be imperial officer saying <laughs> oh yeah it's a too. trap it's all I don't know. I don't. I don't have a British accent, so I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> don't you fucking sling, Don't you sling that back on me? <laughs> I need the, the villain. <laughs> so another thing we got um, the website California Coaster Kings. Posted details on a permit for their hotel, the um, you know that big Galaxy's Edge hotel they're doing. Cool. 
Mm-hmm. There's only going to be 68 rooms. Possibly. 68 rooms. Oh, I saw this. Yeah. The first floor has 32 regular cabins and two first class cabins. So if the well, second you know what that means, folks. It's gonna be like the Grand Floridian. You better have big bucks. Money, yeah, money. You know. ma- we're we're fucked up, we do. James is gonna roll <laughs> some dice. No, no, no. Oh. James is gonna roll some dice. Yeah. Get us the big money. Time. Big dice. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're all on you, Jimmy. We'll be yeah, all fifteen k winnings minimum. <laughs> so if the second floor has the identical layout, that means there's sixty-eight rooms. Uh, that sounds like a giant waiting list to me. A queue, yeah. if you will. It's uh, a queue. <laughs> That's one big Q, that is, isn't it? You know, so not to sidetrack, but to bitch about cues for a minute, Ticketmaster, because we just got tickets to see uh, Michael Buble in Worcester, Massachusetts this February, Mm -hmm. 2019, um, Ticketmaster introduced a queue to get in line digitally before they start selling tickets. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So... It's not just that you have to like, all right, tickets go on sale at 10 o'clock. You just can't show up at 10 o'clock anymore onto the website and go. No, you're going to have to go to this website hour beforehand and sit in a queue online. Yeah. Yeah, we have a... They started doing that over here. I had to do that for my Paul McCartney tickets, dude. That's fucking and bullshit. I, yeah. Are you kidding me? It is. It is. <laughs> Seriously, it's like, oh, if I, like, if you snooze, you lose. Like, why do we have to have a wait list for this shit? Like, Are you I, kidding me? I, yay. <laughs> um, so, New York Times came out with some more info on the uh, Star Wars land. Galaxy's okay. Edge, if you will. So, Smuggler's Run, which is I mentioned is the Millennium Falcon ride. Will use real-time video rendering technology invented by ILM. It will respond to the actions and controls you perform while in the cockpit, and there are a total of two hundred different controls available Dude, in the cockpit. If I'm in control, we're dead. <laughs> <laughs> what happens every time we take controls of the plane in Battlefield? We die. It's okay. It'll be different this time. Yes. I mean, I don't know, like, what whatever L three developed on her side of the cockpit, kind of yeah. kind of scares me. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It does, doesn't it? It does. Why do I feel itchy? <laughs> <laughs> Two hundred <laughs> different controls. Uh, so the other ride we mentioned was Rise of the Resistance. There's about fifty animatronic stormtroopers that will be included in that one, in that attraction. Uh, no specifics on how fans will be interacting with them, though. So that'll that's be cool. That's mm. like, I, I feel like that's kind of like a let's see the first order side of things. Yeah, kind of deal. Um, the hotel uh, it will not contain any windows, no windows. Casino. And we, I mean, we we talked about it as being a capital ship, like you're on a ship. So this would make well, sense. Like, you don't have windows to look out at the park in a ship. So, you're, it's, it's not going to contain any windows. Instead, each quote-unquote window will be s- a special video screen that provides viewers with a space view. And then, well, obviously... In the, ro- in the room you, you stay in? Yeah. 
And, ge- and yep. obviously, guests will be, as we mentioned, will be encouraged to dress in Star Wars attire during your oh stay. God. Oh, God. Which is God. fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm just saying, oh, my God. <laughs> and you know what? There's going to be someone there be like, oh, it's okay. You didn't bring a costume. You can rent one. Mm, we'll charge you this. Exactly. Clever <clears throat> girl. Clever don't girl. You have to, don't you have to have some, like, natural light, though, at some point? <sighs> <clears throat> no, you don't. No. no. Nerds have survived for generations without natural light. Just take light. your vitamin D, Kev. You're fine. <laughs> I just thought that was that sounds a bit weird. <laughs> Having no windows in the room and anything. But, uh, there you go. Let's just... Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's Star Wars, Kev. Come on. Yeah. It trumps everything. Yeah. It trumps health. Who gives There's... a shit about health when you're there? I'm going to be drinking Heard. my blue milk spiked with something. Oh, yeah. More blue milk. Oh, La- yeah. Laying on the bed with Jawa Jimmy. Jawa Jimmy? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's weird, dude. That's, That's wrong weird. on every level. That is so weird, dude. You our own, our own little JJ. Jawa <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a little HJ, JJ? <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> wow, he's going down, folks. Jawa Jimmy. Jawa Jimmy. Hey. Anyways. Did you guys uh, see yeah, the latest? So oh, main takeaways from this. Yeah. Oh, God, it's going to be expensive if Disney isn't expensive already. Uh, and... Basically, it's going to be a waiting, like a freaking year-long waiting list. We, we'd like to get on the year-long waiting list and put down the five hundred dollar deposit for the five thousand dollar. Yeah, oh yeah, oh. we're doing it, gentlemen. Wow. We're doing. It. Oh no, yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. Like, I'll sell my soul to make this thing work. But damn, I I'm dreading oh. the cost. I'm dreading the cost of the hotel. I thought you were going to say I'm dreading the costume. I was like, what? Oh no, 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 no. That's. <laughs> I might actually just say to the hotel, can I just sleep in the fucking lobby or something and not pay the price for the room? It's like, yeah, right. Because we've got to go and we've got to hold hands. I mean, the, the I mean, on the video, the actual theme land looks unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, totally. So for and the list, for the listeners, for the <laughs> listeners during the John Williams music, it shows clips like video flyovers of the yeah. park yeah that's what i say yeah. of the park um being built and it looks phenomenal it looks amazing like, i want to go there now and it's only half built mm. it's amazing yep it does it looks amazing um so they're doing some sort of um shuttle pod that you get to the falcon as well to dock in or something like it looks unbelievable what they're going to do it looks mm. absolutely amazing um, yeah, they're building like a shuttle on a whole space I mean, board yeah, yeah. I mean, the question you've got to ask is how long are you going to need there? I mean, we're going to need like a month. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that'll and that'll be part of the that'll be part of the draw, you know. Like, oh, mm. there's no way you can see everything all at once. You're mm. going to have to come back for another trip. We'll have to set up podcasts there every Monday. Yeah, right. Holy shit. So, um, 
But really Michael, exciting. It looks unbelievable. Michael Nathanson, a longtime media analyst, estimates that Disney will spend $24 billion on new attractions, hotels, and ships over the next five years. Shit. Just for Star Wars land. Well, no. I mean, a lot of it probably is, but... Most of it. Attractions, hotels, and ships. That's more than Disney paid for Pixar, Marvel, and Lucasfilm combined. (laughs) Oh, my God. And you know what? And you know what? They're going to make all that money back. And more. And more. Press that. And more. Press that. Are you kidding me? But again, we're using Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) I never heard that's fucking unbelievable, isn't it? 24 billion. Oh, God. Well, I read somewhere recently. Haven't they made their money back now for what they bought Star Wars? I think they have. Haven't they? I think that was this year. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure I read recently that um, they've now made that four. Is it four billion they paid Lucas? So I'm sure they've made that back now um, from obviously all that they've done. So everything now is is profit. So um, and they've obviously got more coming out with stuff. So I mean, it's twenty four billion though. It's probably nothing to them, is it? No, no. <laughs> Not yeah. when they, not when they know that, like, hey, despite like a poor showing for Solo and everything else out there, we're still making hand over fist cash. I feel like North Korea would be like, "You want to buy my country for that much? Go ahead, here, take <laughs> it, take it. I'll take yeah, twenty-four. Seriously, I'll have, I'll have, a, I'll have a word with Lizzie. You can buy us as well. <laughs> you guys need Third. it, don't you? I said we need it. Then we'll get a Thanksgiving holiday over here, and I can have another day off. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <Amazing. coughs> yeah. So there you have wow. it. Wow. That's that's some that's some pretty pretty big news. The Disney yeah. Empire. Wow. The Disney Empire. And they're not British. No. They're the British Empire. Well, that's the worst part. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. So that's the news, fellas. Um we could talk. Do you want to talk uh, the latest Resistance episode real quick, Kev? Sure. Uh, yeah, can do. So there was some other, just one bit of news, wasn't there, from Celebration next year? There's a list of all oh, yeah. of attending it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he's on that. number one. Yeah. yeah. Which I thought I wanted to, cause there's quite a few that have done um, some of the comics and everything, isn't there? So it looks quite interesting. I, I got the list right here. Hold on. Who you got? I haven't got it. I saw it. Uh, that was like today or yesterday, right? Mm. I'm trying to think. I, think I noticed. I, I thought I saw that Claudia Gray was there and Timothy Zahn, and then I thought, nice. oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. So it's a uh, Timothy Zahn, um, uh, Delilah Dawson, Star Wars Phasma. Yep. Yep. Claudia mm-hmm. Gray, Star Wars Master and Apprentice. Uh, Katie Cook, Star Wars Search for Feelings. Uh, Alexander Freed, Star Wars Alphabet Squadron, uh, Kavang Scott, uh, Star Wars Adventures in Wild Space, and Jeffrey Brown, Darth Vader and the Family Coloring Book. <laughs> uh, so there. <laughs> Be enlightened. What was that, Ed? Nothing, was that? nothing, nothing. I mean, nothing. You're the one laughing. Together. I'm just... 
Yeah, 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 of course. No, okay, fair enough. Yeah, anyway, it's all my fault. Um, it's all my I can't fault. wait to stand in long lines to get their autographs. Um, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and I'll get the pin and I'll give it to James, you know, like last time. Yeah. Hey, where's Chuck Wendigan all this, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where is Chuck? Oh, too soon. Too oh, soon. Too, too soon. Way, 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 way too soon. So, latest uh, resistance. Mm-hmm. It was okay. It, it kind of played off the last episode where they found that pirate chick. And Kaz, it did. Kaz doesn't know she's a pirate and thinks she's a friend. And she's he brings her on uh, to the Colossus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she's feeding info to the pirates, and then they attack. And it's... Um, overall, I didn't have any issues with it, really. I mean, Kaz is his usual gullible self. Annoying. Uh, yeah, pretty much. The pirates, though. This is the... See, I'm thinking... I take a step back, and I look at the big picture. The pirates are all wearing like pieces of empire uniform like pieces of stormtrooper stuff there was one dude wearing a bandolier made out of uh imperial insignia mm. so james you hadn't seen it yet so if you if you take admiral thrawn's like you know colored checkered imperial signa yeah rank no the is that what that is the like the thing bars. on his left breast yeah yeah yeah, yeah, the bars. If you like, link a bunch of those together into a bandolier, that's what he was wearing. It was pretty funny. Um, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And then other ones were wearing pieces of Imperial stuff. Because uh, yeah, when I first saw that dude, that, 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 the guy who had that, the, the made-up sort of pieces of Stormtrooper armor, yeah. it threw me a little bit. It threw me a little bit. right at the beginning. I was like, what was that? Yeah. Because yeah. he's wearing mostly uh, stormtrooper armor, but then he's like got limbs and shit sticking out of it. Cause yeah, he's a big little alien. pieces stuck together, and the, it, like a damaged helmet, wasn't it? Like a yeah, damaged half a helmet. helmet. Like he only had the uh, jaw yeah. part on. Yeah, it was pretty mm. funny. Uh, also, like Doza, the head of the platform, was saying that the the pirates, I think it was him that said it, are have are better funded and they have better tech. So I immediately think the first order is feeding these pirates. Like money and tech, like they resource. they have to be. Yeah, it's been hinted at, hasn't yeah. it? Or, mm. um, and then it ends. I mean, they attack, and it ends with Doza wanting to ask the First Order for help. So, S- spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that's the biggest part about this episode because the rest is just like you know fun stuff that happens. But that's like the overall. The leader of the col- the platform, Colossus, is fighting whether to ask, fighting and having an inner battle with himself, uh, whether to ask the First Order for help. Because they've come to him being like, we can offer protection. Protect your supply convoys and stuff. And mm-hmm. after this, he's like, oh my god, I need I need help. But when, when, you, when you see the pirates possibly being funded by the first order it makes sense yeah it is so so sort of connecting isn't it at the minute it's all i mean i did kind of i i completely agree i think with what you said i think it was a pretty standard straightforward episode nothing remarkable Mm. Uh, nice bit of action with the attack on the station (coughs) which i thought was quite well done but then it was kind of hinting where i thought it would go with um, Sonara basically 
like with Tam, is it her name, the mechanic? Yeah. Like basically, she goes. Tam goes to. They still don't know she's working for the pirates, so she goes to help her to rescue her from the attack, and then it's all at like. She's going, Sonara's like, oh, why did you do that? And it's like, because you're my friend, and that's what friends do. And you're like, God. oh, here we go. Yep. We know where this is Hey, I like now. that. I like that plot. I mean, it's a scene before many times, but... And then, you know, mm. Sonara's like, oh, well... Man, I've never had a friend like that before. Yeah, yeah. And it was, See, I she has thought, second okay. thoughts about her allegiances. Whether they're doing that deliberate, and they're going to do another a twist on that of some sort but it did it didn't seem to be hinting at that I and mean, being a kid's show you wouldn't have thought so Ooh. so there's clearly going to be some issue with well not some issue sorry but like that's clear that she's probably going to be she may turn against the pirates now and it'll be like oh we'll yeah. made friends here and well the the, the leader of the pirates is a Corrin right and he yeah. kept remi- he, he kept reminding me of Davy Jones from <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, like, oh, yeah, 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 like he, I kept yeah. thinking, I kept seeing his face. I'm like, because he's like a pirate. <laughs> it like makes so much sense. Like, obviously, you make him look like Davy Jones, mm. less tentacles, but yeah. So I kept thinking that. That was just a little side comment. That, on that, that um, that guy had a good line though, didn't he? The um, Kaz's boss. What's his name? I keep forgetting his name. Um, Jaeger. Jaegermeister. Yeah, Jaeger. Yeah, he said, <clears throat> "You're not the only spy." Um, you're not the only spy on this platform. Yeah, then, that was a big and statement. Just, and then it just went, and then it was like, "Ooh, that's like, quite interesting." Ooh, well. And then it just, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. that kind of, I mean, like we said last week, this, <clears throat> the week before, they are starting to set story strands up now, aren't they? Which is uh, at least something. Um, yeah. And he's he's definitely one of the most intriguing characters. <clears throat> and I think, yeah, we'll find probably more out. I think um, I read next week um, is about him, I think. Um, oh, good. I th- yeah, I hadn't so, yeah, we'll, we'll Yeah, we may learn a little bit more. So, but yeah, pretty okay episode. I think we both agreed. Yeah, nothing, and nothing but, bad, you know, it was pretty good. Mm. All right. Um, I mean, overall, I'd recommend people watch it. It's cool. It's fun. Not that much of your time. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) We'll talk about Vader next week. You guys haven't read that one or the latest one? Probably not. Uh, I think I have. Wait, when did it come out? Like three weeks ago? Last week. Mm. It's another one. Yeah, there's another one. So we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Let's catch up. And if there's we'll if, it's, if it's we're a do Thrawn again, aren't we? we're gonna yeah, do if it's again, a light so news week, we'll talk Thrawn next week as well. If yeah, mm-hmm. heard keyword if. Um, have you so finished out that again, Jimmy? I have, and it's yeah, brilliant. Yeah, 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 it's brilliant. A lot more things are starting to become clear. So, so everyone should read it twice. Mm. <laughs> I really ought to because I've read it a while ago, and I uh, I really wanted. We haven't really spoke about it. Yeah, and we read it. At, yeah, we read it too. at different times, and uh, I loved it. So, and uh, so, but you, mm. if you've read it again, Jimmy, I really want to get your take on it because you're the uh, the thrown man. So yeah, well, it's it's, it's interesting because um, one thing I do notice is that, uh, and in general, with Zahn's books, like 
give him a reread like two three times if you can like mm. uh in like not close succession but um you know within a relatively short time of each other like within a year or so uh, if you reread a book three times, you really pick up on some detail that's just like, oh man, oh da- oh damn! It's like, man, I totally missed out on a whole bunch of this stuff that was like making a key point, um, and I still notice that. Like, I'm sure you guys too with stuff that you've watched, but then like, wa- we'll have it oh, watched for God, years yeah, yeah. and we'll watch again later on. It's just like, oh my God, I totally forgot about this, or I never saw it that way before, mm. and that's really cool. What I noticed you with could, could, yeah, uh, you do with his books. I think- I think you can with an album, you can with a film, you can with a book. Big time, um, big time. Yeah, I always think if, you know, second, third viewings can get different, you know, sometimes with a movie, I've watched it and not liked it the first time and then really liked it the second time. Yeah. Um, I was elected to read, not to read. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I'll, uh, yeah, well, let's talk about that next week because we've got loads to yeah. go through on that book. All right. Bloody good. So we have an email, scruff email coming in at you guys. It's from Andy. Hey. Yeah. Uh, He might come on when the Vader series ends (coughs) mid-December and talk. Have a good cry with us. Yeah. Good day to you, Andy. Good day to you. He's getting From England. Yeah, from England. To you. Um, He's getting really into the comics. So he, he has an email about one of them. He says, top of the evening to you. Wow, it's like he's here. He knows Ooh. it's the evening. That's very <laughs> Irish. That's very Irish. <laughs> top, top of the, the evening. Top of the morning. Top of the evening. Top of the evening. Hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> very Irish. He says, I was wondering if you would like to see Dr. Afra no. star in anything outside the comics. Hmm. I would say yes. Because it's like yeah. Indiana, yeah. Indiana yeah. Jones and Star Wars. Fuck yeah! I I have, I've only read a few of the the, the volumes. I'm I have them all, and I'm slow at doing it. But uh, I've had a lot of fun reading them. I agree. I I've, I've enjoyed them. They're good. I think there may be there may be something for her coming up live action or something. I think she may. You think that will go live action? I. I think it's possible. I mean, they do it with Marvel. We, 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 we mentioned it with the Cassian series, that what kind of characters would pop up in that. Um, mm. Maybe. See, I've always had this thing that we've, we've talked before, and I often wonder, you know, of what what characters they will never put in a, in a live-action thing. Like we've talked about Thrawn... And different characters like that, and space whales. I still, I still. I still <laughs> God, be so terrible. <laughs> but I often think, and I and I kind of think she might be just. If I really think, I think they won't. I think they'll just keep her into comics. I don't think they'll put her in. So I feel you like know, you uh, never know. We might like we might like to see it, but I don't think they ever. I don't think they will. I think I. So there's a couple questions. Do you want it? And then the other question is: Do you think? Yeah, I'd love to see that. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. I'd be. I mean, they would have a much easier time doing that than they would bringing in uh, the Grand Admiral. Mm. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, I would I'd like, like I to mean, see I'd it. Like, I'd like to see Ida Diversio as well. I'd like to see her coming, but I don't think they'll do that. Ooh. Oh man, that would be cool. That whole storyline, yeah. like that was awesome. That that deserves a standalone movie. Mm. That whole what was it, Operation Inferno. Inferno Squad. Yeah, or Inferno Squad. That that could easily be made into a live action film. Yeah. Yeah. And they could potentially do it with the same actors, which would oh, yeah, be yeah, even yeah. cooler. I doubt that would that would uh, never happen. But, that would be amazing. Uh, I would love that. Would be that would amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I would I would like Afra. I'm with you, Kev. I feel like I lean towards. I don't think they will. I don't know why I'm thinking that though. Like, I don't know. They are leaning towards female uh, protagonists, so I think. I'm on the fence. I I think they might. I think it's a possibility, for sure. Mm. Um, I, I just, it's just a feeling that I think, like in her own just, series, like you'd have. I mean, hmm, maybe mm. a cartoon. I don't know. Yeah, that's a tough one. It's a tough one. Mm. I would like it, as mm. his question, I would, as the answer to his question. But I'm not sure it would happen. I mean, there's quite a few comics dedicated to it now, and I just, I, I just genuinely. I, I, I'd like to see it, yes. The answer is yes, I would like to see it. But I just don't think that they will ever... There's just some characters I just don't think we'll ever see. You know what I mean? We yeah. talked about it before. I just think they might not... I mean, they'll they never could, put in a They could do a action. lot of, like, cool force artifacts, you know, that she's finding and stuff. That's really I, cool. I still, I still wonder that with Ahsoka, you know. I still think, as much as I absolutely am desperate to see her in the Cassian series, in the live action... There's oh, still a part yeah. of me think. There's still a part of me thinks they may just leave mm. her for like the animated series and the and the novels. Yep. I just think there's characters that they just want to keep and not show. You just want to be blown away when you see it on live action. Oh yeah. <laughs> I want to I mean, save the surprise. See, I don't see how they can't. But there's still a part of me thinks they won't. That there's certain characters. I mean, we've spoke about Thrawn. We spoke about Ahsoka. Aphra's one. You know, Iden Versio. I just think. You know, we may never see them in a live-action scenario. I think they may keep them for like. Yeah, I always have the thought they're playing it safe with stuff, and then I'm like, you know, mm. maybe they won't. Maybe they'll they'll fucking do it. Well, I hope um, we do. I mean, I think we'd all like to see it, but I just still think. I just mm. feel like they have to think about the casual fan and like, what will the casual fan expect? But then you think. Well, then why are they making The Mandalorian in a Cassian Andor series? Like, the casual fan doesn't know, like, a what, man- a what a Mandalorian is. is yeah, yeah, and they yeah. don't know yeah. who Cassian Andor is. Like, I've talked to people that liked Rogue One. They're like, who's that? Oh, yes, it's, it's the guy yeah. that did this. You know, and they're mm. like, oh, that guy. Yeah, he's cool. You know, like, it's like, mm. I, it's, it's just tough. Oh, like, it's I, and, and, and I've talked with Andy about this. Like, it's like, who's their target audience? for these things like is it us it seems like it's us because it's, it's not now, yeah. casual fans i feel like because yeah yeah they don't it's interesting know. Ed, you say that it's interesting Ed. You, that's a brilliant because like my my two friends i went to the albert hall with yesterday to watch the live orchestra are casual star wars fans they they are they are so and i was and they were and, and like one of my friends was like so what film's coming next and i says well episode nine's coming next and he was like, oh, right, is there anything else? And I says, well, yeah, we've got the two TV shows. We've got The Mandalorian, and then we've got the Cassian Andor Rogue One prequel. And he went, he's like, what? What, what? what are they? 
Yeah. 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 I mean, who are they? Reality. What is that? Who are they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, of course, then I was like, right, sit down, boy. We're going to be a long time here. <laughs> <laughs> Grab us another pint. This one's on you yeah. for not knowing. Get me another beer. Get me another beer because we're going to be. <laughs> I'm going to be explaining this for a while. I got about ten seconds in, and he, I could tell he was fucking bored shitless. <laughs> <laughs> but then that's like God. that's yeah. that's like every person uh, I speak to. So I was just used. And you're like, that. how well no, is like, the show uh, going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah, but that is a great point. That now, surely, with these two shows, their target audience is Star Wars fans. It's got to be diehard. Yeah, mm. it's got to be leaning towards diehard at least. I mean, um, it's got so imagine it like. Uh, think of it this way: you're a fast food restaurant, right? You're McDonald's, Burger King, whatever. You're not going to get new customers. Your customer base is already built in with the people that already go there, and their kids, like, the kids maybe, or the new and the customers. kids. Right, right, but like, you're you're not going to. Uh, you're not gonna see you're not gonna see like the super wave of like new generation hipster people like go into McDonald's. It's gonna be like your other types. Anyways, um they know that like we ha- we can make enough money off of this fan base, so we're gonna fucking do that. And that's yeah. what we're doing. <clears throat> it's it does seem I, I yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Yeah, they've looked at numbers is- and they're probably like we have this many diehard fans. Let's do it. Yeah, they say like if they imagine like the people who went to celebration times that by you know two hundred who don't have the money couldn't go or like wanted tickets but couldn't buy them, we'll be okay. Mm. And nope. imagine like at least half of these fans will watch it twice in the theater or wherever be it is. Paying for Disney Plus. Okay. Yeah, Get paying it. for yeah. Disney Plus, like all that stuff. Mm. It's a drop in the bucket compared to what they're spending on like the parks and shit. Seriously, it is, isn't it? Twenty-four yeah. billion. Hmm. But can you imagine? I mean, let's be honest. If, if, if you know, we talk about the Mandalorian and uh, you know the Cassian Andor series, but it's, I, I just can't. It's clearly going to be aimed at us because you know if they're doing a Rogue One prequel and they introduce characters from. Let's say they bring Ahsoka in, or they bring, you know, that's not going to mean anything to anybody but people like us, is it? Right, right, pretty much. So, which we all want to see. We're all like just fucking wetting ourselves, thinking. If they wanted the casual fan, there'd be lightsabers and the Force everywhere. Yes, yeah. Um, There may be and stormtroopers. That may be leading into what Bob Iger said, though, about kind of. Um, how did they put it? Like the, they've learned the lessons from what they've done over the last two or three years. That they kind of have worked out the market now. That they may be saying, okay, the the the, the episode films we know are going to make money because there was that thing that we've not talked about where they described episode nine as being a course correction. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. I read that, which is weird. It was a really From what? Weird. Like last year. Why are you still giving Ryan Johnson his own trilogy, you fools? Well, no. Like, yeah, but, but that's after like saying. I don't that, think they meant from a story point of view. It was almost like from a box office point of view. I think it was from Solo. Yeah. That's what I say. Mm. It was a really weird. I don't think it was from Last people. Jedi because he, he's been quoted as saying Last Jedi was phenomenal. Yes. All right, all right. Yeah. 
but it, it was how it was worded, wasn't it? Because it, it, it was like a, weird, a really strange... Yeah, you immediately think a story. Because you're like, yeah. course direction. Like, yes. what? Episode 9? Yeah. But then when you read it, it was clearly going, no, we know that this is going to make money now and we're going to correct, you know, and it was such a strange... And it was almost like, yes, we know we've kind of worked it out now. And then not long after that, we had The Mandalorian announced and then obviously the Cassian Andor TV show. And it was kind of... I started to think, have they kind of worked this out now that only the episodes are going to make money that maybe a lot of the stuff for the for us will be TV wise, will be, you know, on their streaming service. Well, it will be aimed at hardcore fans who want to see stuff like this. I don't know. It was just what I thought. Just what my instant thought was. Yep. Was mm-hmm. that so? I mean, yeah. we'll see over time. But, but so he has a he has a second question, and it says also a question for Kev. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he, is he going to slack me off? Say, I don't, even, I don't know what that means, but I'm going to read it. <laughs> oh, do you not? All right, okay. All right, then. Is he going to... Uh, uh, slag me gonna off. insult me, then? Slag me off, yeah. Is he going to slag me off? Do you find it offensive that Americans have a holiday celebrating how... Fucking thank- yes, I do! Thankful... Yes. <laughs> celebrating what how thankful they are that they don't live in england anymore <laughs> i am fucking massively offended oh, i can't wait to eat a turkey on thursday and think about how i am so happy not living in england <laughs> well i'll be cheering toast like thank god we don't fucking live in england I'd be happy to have that over if it meant... I don't give a shit about what, what happened with this I'd happily take a day off and eat turkey. Eat turkey? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so, because so, so, this is this is interesting, because I've never watched it with the actual... Because you do have two Thanksgiving. We do? In the year. No. Do you have like, nope, just one. Just one. Just one. Just one. Well, Sorry, we have Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas, and Easter. Hmm. Those yeah, big meal we have Halloween. I mean, because obviously you had the Independence Day, which is yeah, like, oh, bloody hell, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, where we yeah, really the- thank God about. <laughs> <laughs> that's when the fucking party starts. Thank God we're not British anymore. Oh. We just oh, we just throw fireworks. We just throw tea into the ocean. It doesn't matter who made the tea or who's taxing it or whatever. We're just throwing tea into we the do ocean. The tea's Chinese. I don't care. <laughs> It's all about us. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, but because I guess isn't it? I've not. Didn't didn't Lincoln change the Thanksgiving or something? Is it not what it originally was or something? Is that oh, right? Yeah. I don't really know. I don't know. We're brainwashed by uh, textbooks over here. We have no I don't idea. Know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But whatever it is, if you yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm I'll just say I'm offended. <laughs> Well, that's just too bad. <laughs> All right. No, I'm not really. Well, that does it <laughs> for the episode. Um, yeah, that was a good one. James, take it away. Sure. Well, folks, you can check. Don't forget to uh, send us an email. Um, scruffypodcasters at gmail.com. Uh, look like us on Facebook slash scruffypodcasters. This is Jimmy Dice wishing that your tables are hot and you're making that money. May the force of others be with you are cheerio 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 and happy thanksgiving <laughs> you deserve it guys <laughs>
deserve it. Because we won, motherfucker. <laughs> this party's over.